0: All right, so we have um, launched our internship, which we, we have renamed um, Illuminate for this year, our equipping and training school. And rather than say any more about it, we're just going to let somebody who's almost been all the way through um, have their say about how they've gone with it.
1: someone saw a vision of me standing with a, a book. And I guess that was my scroll. And I was trying to jump into one of the illustrations. Um, and there's a sense of frustration of, I could see it and I could almost taste it, but I just couldn't experience it. Like I couldn't cross that threshold into the supernatural life that God had for me. And now looking back 18 months later, I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm a completely new person. I've come into a whole new world. It's like, it is being broken out of the matrix. You get this completely new lens, completely new sense of reality, a completely new filter for for life. And you just can't put a price on that. It's it's like I've been reformatted, like my hard drive is completely new. I've I've received a new hard drive and it's set me up in a way that I don't think I'll ever fully comprehend how it's opened me to the possibility of fulfilling my destiny. So I, I just feel so honoured and blessed that I was accepted into the internship, and that I was able to um, be part of this amazing team group for the time that I've been here. Because I feel like a whole new person.
0: I mean, you can't really say much more than that. And I think that our, our you know, our new name for Illuminate. Has a lot to do with what we desire to do that is to illuminate our destiny illuminate our scroll bring it to life actually be able to see the destiny that the Lord has set out for us already written in a book He's already written those things that He's called us to. And a a big part of our school is to take people on the journey of giving them the keys to walk out their destiny scrolls. Um, And so over the next couple of weeks, we have a few more testimonies, but it is open now. If you click on to our website and you go to Um, our Luminate page you'll be able to express interest and from there you'll get the manual and an application form. In the manual it will answer all of your questions and then if you still want to apply then you can uh, fill in the application form so that's open now.
2: Thank you Lord. Thank you Holy Spirit. We just thank you for what you're doing in Australia what you're doing in the nations. We thank you Lord for today. We thank you Lord for such an awareness of the realm of the Spirit, the realm of heaven. Holy Spirit, we thank You. Thank You, Lord. I just thank You that first of all, You say our citizenship is in heaven, that the church of the firstborn is registered in heaven. I thank You, Lord, that You don't call us to connect with heaven, to disassociate, but to rule and reign with You. Holy Spirit, thank You. We just firstly honour You. We bless You. We thank You for Your grace and enablement. We thank You for quickening Your Word. In Jesus' Name, everyone said, Amen. Okay, I'm probably gonna kick that over, but we'll do that, okay. So we've been talking about, and this is important, I I, I do have, uh, I've a little bit got that gift of squirrel, okay. So if I'm talking on a series or something with a level of continuity, you know it's the Lord. And so, I heard Him say to me, uh, uh, rejoice or praise and awakening. And they're connected. And so uh, uh, what happens is I don't sit down and prepare a series uh, and then like sort of like, you know, cut it into four or five pieces and then we're gonna, it's for me, it's a whole new encounter every week. That's just how He leads. That's That's how God keeps it fun for me. And interesting. And, and, and this week, I said, Lord, what, how do you want to continue on? And just, this is such a Rima word for so many people today. Um, I don't usually say that, but it's the way it came to me. So, we've been talking about God dwells in the praises, paraphrasing, in the praises of his people. God inhabits. If we want to see experientially God manifest, we have to allow the Lord to perfect us in praise. It actually sees through babes and infants, He's ordained strength through praise. And we're gonna be going into that very deeply. You wanna encounter the Lord. You know, there are pathways and things that are completely prescriptive. We've got to get over our Western inclination to accrue information and do nothing about it. And then we go, yeah, 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 I know that. No, we don't. We don't until we are wrestling with that angel at the brook. We don't know. We don't know what we're really like until we actually allow ourselves to get pulled into the light or walk into the light and then allow the Lord to, it says in your light we see light. So He says He dwells in the praises of His people. And so at the outset, when you say yes to Jesus, when you say yes to Him and you receive the free gift of salvation, something dramatic happens and I'm just gonna put it up there. i gonna put it up uh, uh, Colossians. He has, not will, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. The minute you said yes to the Lord, you were transferred. And what happens is what we need to know is that how we can see that manifest experientially. Even if we don't manifest it, doesn't make it less true. Because I want us to engage pathways of wisdom and engagement. But there's, when you say yes to the Lord, you enter into a whole, a whole another world, a whole new world, whether you're conscious of it or not. But I'm here to say, it manifests experientially when you're conscious of it. When you're not conscious of it, it's theology. It's doctrine. And we ain't getting anyone into the kingdom on theology and doctrine. Because we are living epistles. We're living epistles. And so all the good things have already happened. So this is what happens, I'll give you a part of my process, is that I spend a good amount of time in the sanctuary worshipping the Lord during the week and then I just boom. I'm like wow and it's like it, 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 I know it doesn't come from my brain okay my brain's not that good okay and I, cause it's because it, it's a still small voice and it's, it's profoundly simple profoundly simple but but it's very layered and nuanced in its wisdom application and it was along the lines of so, so firstly firstly all the good things have already happened so I heard the Spirit of the Lord wants us to feel connected. But darkness wants us to feel separated. One of the major functions of the Spirit of the Lord is to make us feel connected. And this is, this, this is not sort of like, you know, we've just been hanging with mates or I've come from a good family. It is way deeper than that. It's, way, it, it's not just deep tissue, it goes beyond the marrow. Because we don't understand how disconnected we are. We actually don't understand how disconnected we are, especially as through design, greater disconnection is engineered. Is engineered, not just distancing. There, there, were, there, were, there were heads. Medical heads in Australia said, we would like to see social distancing a permanent fixture. This was said in press conferences, right? So the issue of connection and separation are enormous. So the Spirit of the Lord wants to make us be aware or feel connected. And so this is, one of the, this is what I wanna talk about. When I praise God, if I get and and when I, we talked about when you make that faith decision to praise the Lord, it can start off mechanically, but then all of a sudden the Spirit of God starts to engage you, and it's very normal for me. Is that when I start praising the Lord? I mean, my my poor kids, you know, like they come downstairs or they hear, they hear this sort of music in the background all the time, and it's just normal. Sometimes they, you know, we we'll get in the car and it just my it jumps off my phone in the car. Can we have something else, please? You know. Because I'm aware that the Lord dwells in the praises of his people. But we this, this 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 disconnect that is engineered but also is cultural is so profound it keeps us out of the consciousness of the kingdom. This 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 separation sense of disconnect. And when I'm praising God, when I start to hit a gusher. I become aware, profoundly aware, that there are not one, not two. I'm aware of infinite dimensions of reality of praise unto the Lord. And I'm like, I'm not alone. I'm connected. I'm connected. There was one time, this is actually quite interesting, um, as opposed to other stories I tell. Um, So you can hear, I'm sort of half processed when I'm telling stuff. I actually did receive some ministry from Dan Duvall, the Ministry of the Human Spirit. uh, Oh gosh, I don't know how many years ago it was. And then it was profound. And right after something happened, I I had a, it it was an incredible encounter. Right after that, there was an uh, unforecast sudden storm that came through the whole area and just all power outage. it, was pretty full on. If you don't think there's a lot going on around you in the life and the Spirit, think again, okay? So then the next day, then the next day um, uh, <laughs> is that through this communication we realized we had David Hogan coming to our church and it had been a miscommunication because I actually wasn't, we were having David Hogan at our church and I wasn't even going to be in the country. And then we had to communicate that. So that that full next day is I went to the most, the most epic disassociation you've ever seen. So I had this incredible ministry, some amount of transfiguration then I went down with the, the, the epileptic, right? <laughs> Couldn't do much about it. And I remember, uh, uh, um, I, my wife was like, we're just like, oh my gosh, this is the most biggest scheduling disaster ever. So for me, I got on YouTube and I started watching 1989 Ashes series. You know, I'm just like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Booney and Marsh at the stand at Edgbaston. I so my wife, she did it slightly differently. She started watching lots of Downton Abbey, okay? <laughs> so we were in the same room, but we didn't talk for nearly the whole day. <clears throat> it was like... So we disassociated. And then the next day,
0: <laughs>
2: I'm, worship, I'm letting worship the church companion club. Yes, God is an awesome God. And I'm leading worship and I hear this voice behind me say, you don't really know what's happening, do you? And all of a sudden I'm in the Spirit and I know the throne of the God. I can feel the emanation of glory coming from the throne. And I'm just, I I start losing it and I'm just like, start feeling the love of God and the manifest glory. But then what happened is something it felt like if you were in the most incredible stadium you've ever seen and there were tears, but the tears weren't going up, they were going into different dimensions. And there was insane worship everywhere. And I don't know if I was sinking in with it or I was leading it, I don't know. And I was, became aware of almost infinite dimensions of worship because God is so good. And so when we praise the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord allows us to get reintegrated so we feel connected. Darkness wants to dislocate and separate. For anyone that's had a heavenly encounter, you just start going, pressing to that realm of heaven and you, you're, everything's alive. Conversely, people think that if they, if they go, you know what, well, I'm gonna take my chances with hell because we're gonna be playing ACDC, Bon Scott will be leading a song. You know, it's gonna be, yeah, come on. Is it, is it, there's gonna be such insane Loneliness. And separation, because it's dimensional, it's not physical. And so, when we praise God, we get reintegrated into what already is. See, when we say yes to Jesus, that's great. But if we don't, as a West, we, as a we, yeah, yeah, I understand water baptism, like this, and when it's not prescriptive, then it becomes a doctrine of theology. And who cares? I really don't care about anyone's doctrine theology. By their fruits you shall know them. By their fruits it's what people have actually built into their life and they're manifesting. Because you can't minister out of what you, 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 you don't carry. So I've been, I'm aware. So it's a consciousness issue, it's a mindfulness issue, it's a faith issue, it's a believing issue, it's an awakening issue. Don't just think you're singing songs. You are creating. You are entering pathways or creating pathways, entering pathways to be reintegrated. You know, only child, okay, raised an only child. What are you saying? You got relatives you don't know of? Who knows? With my parents, I already know. There's, I've got a sister out there. Seriously, but raised an only child. So if anyone's going to go, sort of like you know in regards to, he says, sets the solitary in families. I mean, that was a literal one for me. But, but you, you start to come into that place of connection because one of the biggest things that people are going through right now, because this is the Word of the Lord, they feel separated and they feel lonely. And, and, and we cannot accept it, as it's not an acceptable condition. So I have to chat with someone out the back there, it's darkness, I'm not saying it's sin, but it's darkness and it leads to more darkness. And we have to, this is why, oh, we've got a theme for the year, praising God. Yeah, oh, great, like this. If we don't take it seriously, we've, we've rejected the Word of the Lord. And I don't talk that, you know, uber strong regarding stuff I bring. But God wants us to be re- reintegrated to the point we feel connected. Jesus, Jesus made it very clear. He says, I will not leave you as orphans again and again and again. He says I will never leave you nor forsake you. Behold, I'll be with you even to the end of the eon. And so this is something that, that we have to know, is that is that darkness wants to make us feel separated and lonely, whereas the Spirit of the Lord wants us to feel connected and praise is one of the major pathways to be reintegrated to that connectedness. It's so important. This is why we need to cultivate it as a church individually every day. It has to be an awakening that is revolutionary. Already people are telling me stories where they're moving and leading people to the Lord and, and healing because they're actually laying a hold of this. Especially this huge island called Australia. We have to see this like never before. Now, there is... Where we're in history, there's been a manifestation of darkness. Thank you, Einstein. You know, one of the latest things, there's a, there's, a, there's an interesting group of people in America, an individual called Project, Project Veritas, which is truth. What happens is that evidently it's legal in America to secretly record a conversation. I don't think it's legal in Australia. I don't know. No? Yep, you do, you don't? Yeah. So they actually met with a very, very senior executive of research within a major 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 company. Farmer needs a wife. You know, you know, so so Okay, rhymes with shizer. So basically, anyway, so I think that, sorry, I had to do that. Okay, sorry, it's a synonym. Okay, what's a synonym? It tastes great on donuts. Anyway, so I've got to be careful with, with voice recognition and patterns and stuff. But they basically, in this conversation, there was a fake date that was happening. This executive said, basically, we're considering re- engineering the next pandemic and mutating it and then coming up with the, with the you know what, that's genocide. That's gain of function. This stuff's real. This is really happening. Here's where it gets worse. Not one major news outlet or legacy media would even run with it. It's on Tucker Carlson, Candace Owens and a few others. This is the age we're in. There is such evil, and I'm not saying for us to be just like constantly in that rage. We cannot be indifferent and disassociate. What we've got to choose to do is say, you know what? Lord, You call me to be perfected in praise so I can do what I need to do in You from a place of transcendence, seated with You in heavenly places. We cannot be in different. Disassociation is a form of separation. And this is where praise reintegrates us into His glory because it's al- it already is. People talk about positional theology, but you know what? Is that God has already blessed us so crazily, and it has to be activated through faith, action, and consciousness. Otherwise, it's just theology. Who cares? You know, Jesus says they will know you're my disciples by your amazing theology. That's not what he said. And so, so today we're exposing the lie of separation. The lie. This is why. Why do you think the Lord's so strong on division within churches? Gossip schisms, loose lips, sink ships. This is why this is such a big deal. Hashtag I'm just saying, because it comes from a spirit. And the Lord wants us to reintegrate with Him, but He wants to emphasise the pathway of praise, the pathway of praise. So I've just said some of those things. While the media's not running with it, They're really worried about a guy called Djokovic, about what he drinks, how he shakes hands, the flag his dad accidentally stood behind, and whether he's faking an injury. This is the rubbish world we're living in. The the, the media is evil. I'm just telling you right now, evil. Evil, okay? Because people go, I remember in 2020, they're really keen on body counts, not so much now. And rather than just go, right, we're gonna, and hey, walk for life, do all those things. But primary is to know that you've already been transferred out of darkness into the Kingdom of the Son of His love. That's already taken place, but we have to activate it. He's done His part, now we have to respond. Draw near to God and draw near to you because He's already drawn near to us. And I want to establish this morning without any doubt that you are already accepted in the Beloved. You're already connected. It's only consciousness or unbelief that stops it. You. Being aware of it doesn't make it happen any more than it already has, but you start to align with what already is. Here's the door. Here's the way, the truth, and the life. And so, with all this, you know, I can get all postured, or I'm not being sanctimonious with all this information. But I look at this. I look how much work I do on this, but this actually comes from slave labor. Let's be honest. Every every battery in every car. You got kids digging cobalt in the Congo. And so you you go, wow, this thing runs deep. Yes, it does. So we've got to go high. We have to go high. There's no high like the most high, seriously. But we can't, our disassociation parts or, or, or inclination achieves nothing. It takes us deeper into separation and darkness begets darkness. And this is why He is saying, I want you to engage. Me in praise like never before. I believe he wants praise more than prayer. Because he said he because God wants you to hang out with him all the time. I'll enter his gates with Thanksgiving, it's called praise. He wants us to praise him all the time. But he said you're not going to be heard in prayer through the multitude of words or vain repetition. He wants us to be with him, so it's a locational reality. But we're going to, again, the Lord wants to expose because his people feeling separated. And He says, no, 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 no. You're already in Him, but praise actually activates it by faith. I'm not gonna show all all that. I'm just, I'm gonna let you know which Scriptures we put up. You know, I've just talked about some of the stuff going on. Did you know whatever darkness there is, it's a speck compared to the limitless Kingdom of God. It's a speck. It's a speck, okay? This is why the Lord says that, then Satan is swiftly crushed under your feet. It's real and it's happening, but it's just a speck. And this is why the Lord wants us to lay a hold. You know, we gotta learn this. We're gonna be perfected in praise. I'm not perfect, in, I'm not perfected in praise, but I've, I've definitely been to, I definitely not primary school level, definitely not high school level. Probably done uni, started uni. To know what it is to praise the Lord in absolute terror. Deficit. Hopelessness. And they are just words coming out of my mouth. And so I've got David's words. The Lord's okay with that sort of plagiarism. He says copy, right? If you really want it, you'll get it. If you really want it, you'll get it. But I know what it is. Then all of a sudden you hit a gusher because the Word of God is so powerful. The other day I just read Psalm after Psalm out loud. I'm going, I'm getting drunk. But He wants us to meet Him in the clouds, in the air He inhabits, He's married to, He dwells, He's seated on our praises. But this tiny speck, oh my gosh, I was just reading stories getting ready for this morning. You know, David, We. Were, I'm just gonna read it out. David did the wrong thing, an angel turned up. Oh my gosh, and David lifted his eyes and saw the angel of the Lord standing between heaven and the earth, having in his hand a drawn sword stretched over Jerusalem. So David and the elders clothed in sackcloth fell on their faces. At that time, when David saw that the Lord had answered him, so he had answered him, on the threshing floor of Oman, the Jebusite, he sacrificed there. For the tabernacle of the Lord and the altar of the burnt offering, which Moses had made in the wilderness, was at that time at the high place of Gibeon. But David could not go before it to inquire of God, for he was afraid of the sword of the angel of the Lord. Do you know whose side you're on? You know, Sennacherib, the Assyrian king. There's a guy called... I'm just kidding, because we got kicked off heaps last time with his name recognition. There's, there's a guy that's pushing uh, 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 transhumanism. And he says, we don't need the second coming of Christ. He said, we, you know, we're human, humans are, are hackable biological organisms. So a bit of the same spirit, Sena Cherub wrote a letter to Hezekiah, the king of Judah saying, you know what? We're gonna take you out and we do not believe God can deliver you. We don't believe it at all. And he got in God's face, he challenged God, right? You got one angel standing before heaven and earth. David, you know David, flipping heck the tabernacle of David, he was too afraid to go and worship that day because the angel sword. Do you know how awesome your God is? (laughs) David. So in this occasion, Senator Cherub just boasted again, God can't deliver you. So Hezekiah obviously had read Robert Henderson's book. (laughs) And he spread the letter out before the Lord and read it to the Lord. That night, one angel took out 185,000 Syrians. One angel. One angel. Easy. One angel. One angel. So Senator Cherub goes back to Assyria and worships his demon idol. And that night, he was slain by his own family. This darkness is just a speck, but we can't just go, "Mm-hmm, yeah, hey, yeah it's good. We, God is calling us to engage, to meet Him. God dwells on the praises of His people. You don't think about it, you do it. And if you're not really good at it, Take David's words. He, David was pretty good at this stuff because that's what I did. I wasn't too embarrassed. You start reading what the psalmist says and all through Isaiah and incredible stuff. But this whole sense of, of, of being separated, the prophets didn't feel separated. You know, Elisha, he said, they were surrounded. They were in a, they were in a town surrounded by chariots, horsemen, chariots of the Syrian army. And his and Elisha's, Elisha's so connected. And his his, his servants said, "Oh my gosh, you know we're doomed." And he said, eh, "Those who are with us more than those who are with them." And he said, "I pray, Lord, open his eyes." And all of a sudden, I think it was Gehazi, his his eyes were opened. And he saw chariots of fire, heavenly chariots all throughout the, the mountains. When you praise the Lord, you start to tap into a place where you're never alone. You're never alone. What if I'm not actually praising God at the time? If you cultivate praise and catch the spirit of praise, which is joy, right? Is you just walk in it? You're just walking. It's just sort of like you're worshipping the Lord, praise the Lord, got to go to that appointment now, get in the car and heaven's in your car. Because you'll never get any significant miraculous thing happen in your life if you feel separated because you've separated. And so let's do Romans. See, they, they massage this the whole thing, the whole time, the whole time. This is a consciousness issue. It's a consciousness issue. For I'm persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So we're now dealing with veils of the heart. That's it. Let God be true and every man a liar. And you're going, that is profound. Nothing can separate me from the love of the Lord. It's just the veils in our heart that we've separated ourselves with. This is why praise, uh, God said to Jeremiah or Jeremiah prophesied, it's not my word like a hammer. You think about how praise is a hammer to every every structure to make you feel scared. Every structure to make you feel alone. Sorry for yourself, okay? And you praise the Lord and that angel of the Lord comes in. Because this is the word of the Lord today. The Holy Spirit through the spirit of praise wants us to feel the connection, connected. But darkness wants to make us feel separated and alone. Engineered division, separation, divide and conquer, lockdowns, social distancing. The science is settled and the data is in, it didn't work. It's a big fat lie. Okay, well it's just, This should be the social justice issue of our time, but don't worry, there's more. Jinsu steak knife, eschatological edition. (laughs) It's true. This is sort of like, I let get on with my life now. That's exactly what people wanna do. And the Lord said, where's the justice? What about the innocent lives lost? What about the nation's ruined? And they're planning for more. And they're planning for more. And so you realise, is that goal, separation between the the, the genders, the races? (laughs) I mean, it's engineered. (laughs) And the Lord says, no, I want you to feel connected. but But you know what? I understand where there's unity, God commands a blessing. That's what it does say in Psalms. But the Lord takes a whole nother level, which we're gonna get into in a second. We've actually we've actually got to realise we're already one spirit with the Lord. That's the primary thing. Hey, what's the definition of politics? Two people in a room. We just got to get together and come together. Can can imagine the Baptists and with the Pentecostals and then the Lutherans going, we don't believe in all that stuff, but we love having wine and over here, the fundamentalists we put the fund fund back into mentalism and all those different things (laughs) and all that sort of stuff and it's sort of like, no, 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 you're not getting it. Is, Is that we're already in Christ, connected to Him, but there's engineered division. So focus, meditation, pondering, mindfulness and consciousness on the Lord connects you and makes you aware you're connected to an infinite God of love, power and provision and purpose but praise is the language of faith. Praise is the language of faith. What comes first? I don't know, take your pick. You can meditate your way into transformation, that's what Jesus said. But you also can, if you engage praise, you're decreeing what is, that you're already blessed, already healed, already accepted in the beloved, that everything pertaining to life and godliness has already been given to us through the knowledge of Him, through His uh, His promises we're partakers of the divine nature. So when you start praising God and it comes out, you realise life and death is in the power of the tongue. God is a Spirit, He spoke everything to a being. He's a speaking Spirit, you're made in His image and you are called to speak. And we have to break that collective deaf-mute spirit over much of the Australian church that thinks thinking about something is doing it. It ain't. Praise is the easiest thing you can do because you can do it anywhere, anytime, within reason. And so He says, I dwell in the praises of my people. But Lord, You know I'm an introvert. He says, have it your way. I'm not very good at singing. He says, have it your way. I feel, this feels forced, have it your way. See, I'm all about awakening, but I don't want a meeting-based awakening. I want a community-based awakening. I want a cultural-based awakening. I want a structural-based awakening that leads to transformation. Not everyone piling into a building and then piling out and everyone's communities are going to hell. And so this is something to be cultivated individually. Just like if you're lonely and you think getting married will make you less lonely, then we might do some surveys of some marriage, married people. Because it's not positional, it's dimensional. Because you're separated. Because that's something, it's, it's, a, it's not sin. It is not sin, but it is darkness. And this is why God wants us to lay, actually lay the ax at the root of that. Because He wants us to know so the, the whole earth is full of His praise. I read that last week in Habakkuk. And the, so, so praise is the language of faith and it expresses and activates it. Praising God connects you and you come into a line with a superior kingdom of a different frequency. Isaiah chapter six verses one to three. This is 2,700 years ago-ish. 2,700 years ago-ish, okay. In the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord sitting on the throne, high and lifted up, and the train of His robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet and with two he flew. And one cried to the other and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. When I was leading worship that time, and I could just, it was like sort of amphitheater, but like this, and the throne was here, that's happening now. So rather than go, Lord, I know you said draw near to you, and you'll draw near to me. But I don't want to do that. Can you just keep drawing more and more and more to me? And I'll do nothing because I'm, 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 I'm actually atrophied. He says, "No, put on the garment of praise. Come on, put on the. Are you able-bodied? Put on the garment of praise. It's a command. Because because I knew when I was in my twenties, I had to, I had to, I had to work out because." You know, praising wasn't m- maybe my thing. But I realised, as I started praising God according to what He had said, as opposed to what I had seen, or not seen, what happened is an ax went to the root of that tree. Never felt lonely since, never felt lonely. I said to my wife, she's driving the car, she gets gas <laughs> she's driving the car and I go, I was really happy as a bachelor and I'm really happy as a married man. I looked over and she's going. When whatever state you are in, be content. I love being single. Not because I had no responsibility. I was very good at that though, right? But I was content because I was never alone. I was never alone. Never. Never. In fact, I love being on my own. Before they raised the dead, they just pushed everyone out the room and shut the door. That was me. See, you're already connected in the Lord, but praising actually activates it. And it's the most amazing, fast-track reality. But we can't change anything if we feel separated and alone and scared. And this is what the Spirit of the Lord is saying today. Holy Ghost, all right. Creation is waiting for us to get this. Because creation came under a curse and it wants to be reintegrated so it can be redeemed. It wants to be creation, wants to be reintegrated. I mean, this stuff is happening across the board. We're in such a historic generation. You know, I've got to, I'm, I'm, I'm actually not in a good place when it comes to trusting the experts. But you know, we've got, we've got to kill all the bees. It's got these things going on. You gotta take the word for it. There's a war on, but you, t- you get rid of bees, you get rid of food. This stuff is real. What's this stuff with chickens not laying eggs anymore in America? And you take them off that feed and change their feed and they start laying eggs again? This is full on. Let's just say this, creation is being brutalised by darkness. Brutalised by darkness. Brutalised by darkness. And creation wants us to come back into line, alignment with our sonship, the Sonship realities, but we can't if we feel alone and separated because we're focusing, trying to how to cope with that. And then we go to a meeting, yeah, then go back to our separation phase. Because everything Jesus said, He says, you must believe you've already received it, because you have, because we're already connected in Him. Can someone say, Amen? It's not doctrine, it's truth. It's not theology, it's truth. And so one of the things, this, is, this has been my experience. Where are the cloud of witnesses? Okay, before you all respond so quickly, it says we're surrounded, we're surrounded. Did you know you might not be completely understood here? In fact, you're not, okay, so get over it. People don't understand me, it's a fact. But there's a dimension where you're completely known. Oh yeah, I know this, I know this. You go, there's an injustice no one saw, the Lord saw it. He even said to Hagar, Ishmael, says, I am the Lord who sees. Even though you've been been kicked out by the covenant people, I will not allow you to be separated, even though this was not my plan. And there's a dimension where you're completely known and accepted and received and embraced because it's all around you. But unless you are connected in here, you're like a stone in a pond, but I mean, in a stream, the water's running around you, nothing's getting inside. This is a profound reality. This is why, again and again and again, we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. And this is the last bit I wanna land on. This is profound. God says something that we can read it and then just brush over it. Let's put up Deuteronomy 6, probably the most important Scripture, the whole Old Testament. Hero Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Huh? What does that even mean? So this is such a big deal. He says, you shall love the Lord your God with your, all your heart and your soul and your strength. So this is, people were to meditate on this. Just like you have a tree that has roots, trunk, branches and leaves, that tree is one. And God said to Israel, I'm one. Not singular. I am one, I'm connected, I'm integrated. And you're going, that's abstract. We're gonna now go to Jesus's high priestly prayer for you and I. And He says, I'm not just praying for the people I can see in front of me, I'm praying for them who's gonna know me through their teaching. I found it really interesting. Jesus says, hey, Lord, don't take them out of the world. He said, don't take them out of the world, but you'll be with them. So let's have a look. John 17. This is what Jesus prays. I do not pray for these alone, but also those. But also those who will believe in me through their word. Begat, 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 begat. That they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me, and I in you. That they also may be one in us. That the world may believe that you sent me. And the glory which You gave Me, I've given to them, that they may be one just as we are one. I in them and You in Me, that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that You have sent Me and have loved Me uh, and have loved them as You have loved Me. And so here we have, Jesus already declares that those joined to the Lord with Him is one. Spirit, those who joined the Lord of one Spirit with Him. And there is a ploy of the enemy to keep people feeling separated. And He's decreed that nothing shall separate us from the love of God. So let's just say that sense of connection hasn't been your experience. In this season, the Lord is offering us a fast track pathway because I know when He's speaking. I know when He's speaking. Darkness wants to separate us, make us feel lonely and afraid. But you know what, we're surrounded by a we cloud of witness. I would just say on record, I've never prayed to any saint or never have, never will. But they're around. They got unfinished business because it said apart from us, they, they wouldn't be, they, their whole thing wouldn't be fulfilled complete. Oneness. So you're going, wow. Some of you are going, this is really, really good. Some of you are going, this is really abstract. And the Lord goes, don't worry, either camp, praise me. Praise me. And this year we're gonna know what it is for God to ordain strength through praise, to be perfected in praise. Australians need to know what it is to praise the Lord. And I mean sing songs. And I mean at home. I mean constantly, because we're in a place where there's such evil and darkness, and yet people, if they, see, if you don't go as deep in the light as you already are, then you'll disassociate and darkness will get a hold. It really is North Pole, South, it is a bipolar reality now. It really, really is. So 2019, going to church, yeah, believe in God, hang on, names and lambs, book of life, good on you, Bruce. Kevin, Trevor. Any apologies for people out there? It's it's not gonna work anymore. We're in a whole new time in history where the enemy's just come out and he's gone this, 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 and this. Can I just say, we're probably the most fortunate ones that there's an awareness, that there's an alignment to an anointed community. We're in less than the 1%, I would say, honestly but we can't do it in fear. When you praise the Lord, something starts to happen that you hit that gusher. For me, especially four years ago, four years ago, uh, I spent hours a day praising. I woke up so early and what happened is something got re-engineered on the inside of me. I had to get delivered of fear of, fear of death. Right? <laughs> Part two. All right <laughs> Resurrection. Fe death I sort of like,. OK. Here we go. Stop there. So can't do with fear of death. It wasn't prayer. Because if you don't praise God, if you pray a lot and don't praise God, you'll start subconsciously begging. And you start asking for stuff that's already yours. And if you ask it's like me, look to you guys saying, can I please have the microphone? Gimme, Give gimme Give that microphone. Give it to me. And you're like looking at me going, what is your problem? That's how people pray. <laughs> By your stripes I'm healed. You're already blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. You're already complete in him. And what praise does? I'd praise the Lord, and I just I'd have I've had I have encounters. God's so good. This is real. But it's not the th- mm, mm That's good teaching. Yes, I must do that. We actually, one of the things that happened, she had a testimony moon to last week. Someone said, Look, I heard what you said. I just spent three th- three times a day praising God, maybe ten minutes. She goes, Yes, you're right, it was mechanical. By the way, when you guys do this, and you're gonna do it, I'm not asking, I'm telling you. Start with asking the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. If I'm gonna see things I've never seen before, I'm gonna have to do things I've never done before. Help me, Holy Spirit. She goes, and one time I went from 10 to 15 minutes. It was amazing. But I didn't feel much. She did it mechanically for two days. Then she, a situation where she helps someone move house. This person said, I've got something wrong with my neck or something like that. And she goes, I can pray for that. And the person gets instantly healed. Someone... Else saw that and they go, got oh, this wrong, this wrong, this wrong, this wrong, this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. She said, I'll pray for you as well. Power of God, completely healed. She said, would you like to give your life to Jesus Christ as your Saviour? And he said, yes, I would. We can't be trained years beyond our obedience. Now the Lord's saying, arise, shine. So what we're doing in the next couple of weeks, I've just got to get some ducks in a row. What we're going to do is we're going to open up, open up the, the sanctuary. And we're going to, because it says the tabernacle of David, there's going to be constant ministry to the Lord. And so we've just got to get our ducks in a row. But the next week or two, is it Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? We'll be open to you guys to come and worship the Lord. To come and praise him. We're not going to do the whiteboard and the mapping and the talky stuff. Is that you, you know, for all you introverts, you can come in here and not even speak to a person. People go, Oh, you interested? I am now. You know, when you're like this and someone's got like their tone deaf social and they come up, Hey, how you going? You can go, We have to minister to the Lord. We have to get reintegrated to oneness. And it happens first. Yes, you should love the Lord God with all your heart, soul and strength. No, Jesus upgraded that. As I've loved you, love one another. So we actually have to be in His love to be able to give it out. And the fact is, is that you're already in Him and you're already blessed in Him. So that's gonna be happening on a Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We're just getting out. Who's excited about that, seriously. We need to see God step into this this town, this state and this country and New Zealand. We need to see God step into it. Not on a theological level. The whole point for the tabernacle of David, it was a foreshadowing of the ingathering of the Gentiles. Because that's what they said in the Council of Jerusalem. He says, this is the purpose of it for the ingathering of the Gentiles. And this is not a doctrinal reality, this is praxis. It's better that your doctrine or your, 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 your theology ain't that great, but you're seeing the glory of God, you are transcendent, you're casting out devils, you're healing the sick, you're actually seeing souls and we're seeing changes structurally, culturally, governmentally, atmospherically. But it doesn't happen outside the presence of God. Here's one more interesting thing to think of. Sovereignly, God's had four different individuals or parties going to the Hebrides in a period of seven or eight months. Hebrides, insane, outpouring. Insane to the point where, this this is what I want. I want people to fly into this state and they encounter the angel of the Lord on the plane. I want them to feel, as soon as they set foot in that tarmac, I mean, they don't necessarily have to do the old Pope thing, right? Oh, he tripped. No, he's kissing the land. But we first, to see that stuff happen, you know, crazy stuff. The people rock up to Charles Finney's meetings. Well, not meetings. They'd, uh, they'd rock up to Rochester, New York, and they go, where's the revival? And they said, you'll know. 20 mile radius even greater with Maria Woodworth Etta but a disconnected fragmented separated lonely people cannot usher that in praise connects us to oneness that already is it's the language of faith something we need to cultivate every day because darkness wants to separate us wants to separate us, make us feel sorry for ourselves, feel lonely, we first have to reintegrate consciously to the Lord. And then what happens? Then we can give that away. Can someone say amen? Who felt that was a word for them? Come on. Who thought that was a word for them? Is it separate? Because it separates, darkness separates. And I'll tell you what, greater is He who is in you than He is in the world. Greater is He who is that you and God are a majority. But it's a consciousness issue, and that comes through focus and then activating through praise. How long will this take? Get rid of your formulas as long as it needs to. I've seen this change my life. Change my life. Some of you, I reckon this is what happened. That you, a certain individual got too reintegrated. It's called Enoch. Life goals. Least in the greatest, uh, 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 no one born greater amongst women than John the Baptist. But least in the kingdom is greater than he. Life goals. This is where God's leading us. And the last thing I say is, think of communion. That communion isn't just God. You've, you've forgiven me and healed me. I'm now one with you. I'm now one with you. Isn't it amazing? Jesus said, "You can't get around this." By the way, whatever you you must believe you've received it, and you know what, you have. You've received Jesus and you're complete. So communion actually is a lot of things, but it's a symbol that you already are complete and you're one with Him. But it needs to be activated. So it's a conscious reality that affects the physical world, the material world, the natural world, the Kronos time world. Wow, this whole sinner saved by grace rubbish, I feel like getting a Batman, Batman meme and slapping someone across the chops with it. When we praise the Lord, so keeping it simple, we're gonna start engaging that tabernacle of David space like we never have, number one. Number two, you gotta do it yourself. Yeah, I'm gonna say every day. What if I miss it? Don't be condemned. No condemnation for those in Christ. Okay? You go, but, but what, what, I'm not really good at this stuff. Read the Psalms aloud, have some background music. Start with your training wheels. Within that quarter of the year, you have end up with a Harley, okay? Little tricycle. Little streamers on the You start off, you'll go from born to be mild to born to be wild. But you've got to do it. Jehovah Nike, just do it. This is prescriptive get your communion out Joy is a lot of things, but one of things joy is, is strength. And this is why we start praising the Lord, That whole spirit of cheer up, Charlie. You have the golden ticket. Holy Ghost. Lord, I just thank You. Thank You, this is the day that You have made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. We thank You, Lord, that we're one with You. We're one with You. Right now we renounce all unbelief and self-pity and fear. We renounce it and we thank You, Lord, that we are completely connected in You. And we just thank You, we just decree right now, according to Your Word, perfect love casts out all fear. Perfect love casts out all fear. Ha, thank You. Thank You, God. And Lord, we do not receive the Spirit of this age, but we receive the Spirit of life, the Spirit of glory, the Spirit of praise. Lord, I just, I just ask around this time of communion, I thank You specifically that people would catch the Spirit of praise because you dwell in the praises of your people. Bless this to our body in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Praise God. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. Just, as, just as a little, just to break the, break every chain. Okay, I don't, I sing it better than Rachel, I know I do. <laughs> now, people from all around the world have travelled to South Australia to minister. And they go, are they always that quiet? I said, no, in their mind, they are having the craziest party. I mean like internally berserk. But people don't know how to amen. They don't know how to, it's like there's a corporate muzzle. But we're good with our our curse words and our complaining. Gifted. Gifted. (laughs) In a second, this is what we're gonna do. Is is, we're going to we're going to shout to the Lord because I tell you what right now Jesus wants his He, he wants his voice back. If we do not allow the Lord to speak through us, there will be other voices. You know, the sword of the Lord, the sword of Gideon and the shout, we're talking incredible things. So we're just gonna do this just as we close. Can we stand please? We're gonna scare some neighbours. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. I don't care if you have to visualise this. Do you know it says that God hasn't given us a spirit of timidity. It didn't say fear per se, it's timidity. Timidity, timid. But we actually have. This is why praise is an action. It's an action. So some of you, if you feel to do this, is with is it, you without hitting someone in the head, obviously, but breaking chains. But I want. In a second, I want us to let out a shout to the Lord, a shout to the Lord, because there's something. There's something has to be broken. We're just too timid and tame, too much. We've got to be, God's more into wild and unrestrained. If it's unrestrained from Him, if someone doesn't like it, they get cursed. Read your Bible. But what I want us to do is I want us to see that God is in our praise, in our rejoicing, in our shout if we connect it with faith. So whatever you got to do, I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to give us grace. Picture the Lord. Whatever you want to do, but I want you to, I want you to see the chains are breaking off. Like they're so those chains are so weak. They're little like little little cobwebs that just have to be the wind of the Spirit has to blow over. So just give you a second. Holy Ghost, I just thank you. I thank you for a spirit of triumph. Triumph is celebrating the victory. I thank you for the spirit of triumph, Holy Spirit. I ask for that. So on the count of three, we're going to we're going to offer up our voices. One, two, three. Yeah.